The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Discover the power within. Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Learn the language of spirit. This is The Intuitive Life with Laura Wooster. Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Intuitive Life, where we walk together and support each other on the path to becoming more spiritually aware, enlightened, and inspired. My name is Laura Wooster, and we are taking your calls today for questions and readings. And it's 816-251-3555. Again, it's 816-251-3555. And uh, just a calendar mention that I'd like to bring up is next week, a week from this Friday. April, oh, my lights just blinked. Oh, my goodness. Isn't that hope? Well, if you lose me. <laughs> it's the wind. <laughs> I looked, I looked, yeah, it's very windy here and my lights are blinking. So if you lose me, I'll try to get back on as quickly as possible. Um, April 9th online, it's going to be a mediumship demonstration. Um um, yes, yes, yes. Spirit Messengers with myself, John Holland, and Laurie Sheridan. And you can join us anywhere in the world as long as you have an internet connection and, and an ability to get onto Zoom. Um, and it's a it's a two hours of medium uh, mediumship readings. So if you'd like to learn more about that, you can go to my website at laurawester.com, L-A-U-R-A-W-O-O-S-T-E-R.com. But without further ado, I do want to get right to our topic today, because this is a hot topic. Um, today, we're going to be talking about healthy boundaries and self-care. And healthy boundaries is a, is a hot topic lately, um, especially, you know, it's always kind of been in a way with, you know, the, the wisdom of Oprah. But even more so recently, um, you know, people like Brene Brown bringing things like that to the forefront, authenticity and, and self-care and and uh, healthy boundaries and healthy living in general. So my guest today is is an intuitive healer and she is well versed in helping people with creating healthy boundaries in their life and is my dear friend and colleague Ellen Bent. Hey Ellen. Hello Laura, so excited to be with you again. Oh, I'd love to have you on because I know people love to hear you um, with your wisdom and what you have to offer and um, I know this is a really, this is all oftentimes um, topic of conversation with us because we we, we spend a lot of yeah. time talking you and I and um and we talk about deep stuff and that's what how we that's how we operate and um so a lot of this comes up in in our conversations and I know that you've seen it recently as well as I that how how prevalent it is especially now um yeah. with setting healthy boundaries and and a lot of times um and when I first started really understanding what that was I didn't really know what it was really. I said, what does that mean? And and on the surface, being a people pleaser myself, um, on the surface, I said, is that being really selfish? You know, is that, and it felt to me because of where the, the direction I was coming from, my approach to it at that time, 
it felt selfish to me. But as I put it into practice, I realized, no, it's not. So what, how do you define healthy boundaries? Well, healthy boundaries to me is creating a space or a separation between you and someone else when um, you feel like you're being um, either not seen, not heard, swallowed up, or if you feel like you are trying to control a situation. I think mm-hmm. if we just take a moment and get still with when there's an issue with someone, the first thing you have to realize is, it's, is are you trying to please someone? Are you trying to control a situation, or is somebody trying to control you? So you have to see which which area it's coming from, if it's coming from the self or if it's coming from another. Mm-hmm. And um, so in emotional boundaries, you usually feel um, within you that you're giving too much emotionally and not receiving enough. So that's, that one sometimes is a little bit easier to recognize. Mm-hmm. But when you touched on on being selfish, that's one of the things that people get really funny about is that they think they're being selfish if they take care of themselves. Yeah. And by definition, that's not what the word selfish means. Exactly. You know, mm-hmm. being selfish means you're concerned excessively about yourself and seeking um, other people's attention and and concentrating on your pleasure without thinking of well-being. Mm-hmm. And so what that triggers is guilt. Yep. And that guilt response, you know, when, when you let go of feeling guilty, you recognize that it's healthy to ask for what you need. And that's part of boundaries as well. Because if you're not asking somebody for what you need, you're probably doing, you're doing too much because you're not asking. And so that's, a, that's an easy way to, to see the difference. So, for instance, um, how about we, um, you're at home and you say, well, how about we switch every other night making dinner or unloading the dishwasher? If you don't ask, you're going to continue to do it, and that's where resentment builds up. And mm-hmm. you realize that that, that emotional feeling allows you to see that there's no boundaries. You're doing and doing and doing. Mm-hmm. And when we do for everyone else and we choose to change the pattern, we do it with love and kindness. And I think it's always nice to say to, to someone, especially that, that you're close to, you know, I don't really like this pattern that I'm in, so I'd like to switch this up and let's work together. So you do it with kindness. You know, you use your voice, you do it with kindness. And when you're vulnerable, things are going to change. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, that's one of the big things. And, and, and boundaries is a form of self-love and self, I mean, self-care. It is, it is absolutely. And it, and it's not only for ourselves when we set them for, well, for what we need, it also helps the other person that's involved in or the organization, whoever it is, um, whatever it is that you're setting those boundaries with, it actually helps for clear communication as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And mm-hmm. it's, um, so, you know, you you have to be willing to take the chance to speak up for yourself um, or change the way you respond to something. Because without boundaries, we kind of lose ourselves. Mm-hmm. So true. And, yeah, when, when, you're, when you're someone that, um, that gives to, to all and not to yourself, sometimes you don't know your own feelings and, or what you want. Mm-hmm. And the, the consequences of that is other people can, can make decisions for you. And um, it can be it can be very hard to pull away from that if you stay in that pattern very long. But yeah, with boundaries, 
Yeah, with boundaries, though, you help both parties understand how to behave. And just like you said, it's a way of you're communicating, they're listening, and both of you go through this together. And you may not know that this person, you know, um, or group of people were um, feeling that they had to speak more because you weren't, we'll say. Mm-hmm. So right. it's, it's, um, it's, there's depth to it. And seeing where it affects you and how it affects you is just recognizing it is a huge red flag for you to you know, start putting yourself first. Exactly. Yeah. And I know that, um, you know, I can think back to sometimes when, when I look back on certain situations where I know my, my boundaries were crossed in major ways. And, but oftentimes, you know, I realized back then it was my self-esteem saying, oh, well, you know, that's just the, um, you know, the cost of, of, of being, you know, of that connection. This is if, if I want to be connected in that way with, with friends and, and I want this friendships and things like that, that's the cost of being in that connection was to yeah. give of yourself and to give up, you know, uh, to to agree to being spoken to in a certain way, um, you know, maybe not spoken to in a, in a healthy way, you know, things like that. And so I found that as my self-esteem got a little healthier, I was able to say, you know what, I think there's a boundary that's really required here. And um, yeah, right. so I know that it's it's a it's actually a great indication when you're feeling like your boundaries are always being crossed that maybe there's some self-worth uh, work that needs to happen. Absolutely. You know, it's all under the umbrella of self-love, mm-hmm. you know, and you, you you need to have healthy boundaries to be healthy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, like little children, they see the boundaries. If they don't like something, they'll say they don't pretend to be someone else. <laughs> They're just pure. Yeah. You know, yeah. if they don't like somebody or it doesn't resonate with them, you know, if their, their personalities don't, they just move on. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I feel like yeah. they have to... Yeah, that they have to um, let 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 their boundaries down just for, you know for the for the cost of admission, basically. You know. So, right, right. Yeah. And it it also pertains in the workplace. Yes, exactly. You know, because mm-hmm. so many so many people are very um, open with their boundaries, and they they'll they'll, they'll they want to be a team player, and they pick up the slack for other people, and they get in their car at the end of the night, or they shut off their Zoom camera, and they're exhausted. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if there's some tips there on um, how you can manage your own self-care with workplace, um, you know, realize that you need to have boundaries. And, and it's not just the work. I mean, it's, it's any workplace. It's teachers, it's students, it's staff, it's clients. It's, you know, we, we all come, this, you know, as part of all of, all of our lives, whoever's, you know, in the, working with the public. And mm-hmm. so be aware of your boundaries. So don't let someone, say, take advantage of, of, of holding your time in a meeting longer than you need to. So if it starts going in a, in a direction of, like, friendliness and everything and you've got to catch something else on the other end on another call, excuse yourself. Yep. And, um, but it's also to arrive at work and leave every day on time. That's your time. Right. You know, so when you when you look at if somebody could keep you keep you longer just because they're enjoying it, you don't have to be part of that. It's it's not you're not being rude. You say, you know, I, I'm taking care of myself. Another thing I hear people talk about, and my mother was one one of these per- people that just loved to have perfect attendance. <laughs> she got paid for sick days, but she loved perfect attendance. And Verizon wasn't giving her anything for that. <laughs> so you know, use your sick leave when you need it. 
You know, and shut off your brain at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. You know, stop. Don't think about. Don't think about work. That's you know, all these are are little self care boundaries that you can you can set up in, in your in your practice. Um, you know, when you're when you're signed in to work. What about places like where? What are some signs? Because sometimes it's it's very subtle. You don't even realize that you are letting your boundaries down, or that you don't that you actually require boundaries. What it what are some subtle signals that your boundaries might need to be readdressed? Um, because I, th- I think sometimes it's the your emotions are the first thing to be triggered. Mm-hmm. Um, you you may be feeling um, that either somebody is not respecting you or they're trying to get you to do something for them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, an example would be, hey, I don't have time to finish this up, but I know you're really great at this. You're going to do it. So they do it with a compliment. Mm-hmm. And you don't have, you know, if you're not holding your boundaries strong, you're going to do that for the sake of receiving that compliment. So in, in that respect, you have to look at your self-worth. Why does that person's compliment mean more to you? Than your time. Good point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we we give things away when we don't need to for emotional reasons, and and that's the way that um, with energy work, you see that you're holding a certain energy and you're triggered by by someone else. So there's there's all kinds of energy layers to it, and um, finding out which is which is yours. Most of the time, people know what what they are. So people come in to you know have a session with me, and they'll say. Oh, I'm a people pleaser. Just help me. (laughs) (laughs) So they are. A lot of people already know that. (laughs) Yeah, some people just they don't. They just think that's the way life should be, you know. And and, or or they're not. uh, They don't have as many boundaries as they should. And and realizing that they're putting everybody else first. You know, everybody else's needs first. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the way. That's the way they operate. Just you know, for many different reasons. Right. Um, It's it's interesting because people think of boundaries as a negative thing sometimes, most of the time? Yeah. Oh, yeah. boundaries means I'm telling somebody, stay away from me. Oh, no, no, mm. no. You're just changing the the way someone approaches you and how you respond to it. Right. Exactly. You know, it's standing yeah. in your power. Exactly. Isn't that true? It's like a lot of people do say when you set boundaries, it's like they, they think of it sort of being, you know, being on the offensive, you know, set, you know, putting up a fence and not wanting to be a part of anything. But no, that's not, not necessarily the case. It's just healthier. Mm-hmm. You know, recognizing yeah. what your what what how much energy you can put into something, what how much energy you have available to put into something, um, including right. relationships, projects, all those mm-hmm. things. And right. yeah, so it's it's just being very authentic and truthful about where you are in your life. Exactly, exactly. Because if you're going to do something that you really resent and you don't want to do, that's mm-hmm. not the place that you want to be giving from. Mm-hmm. You know, you want to be giving from a place of um, nurturing and and kindness and love, and that that vibration feels very different. Yes, yeah, definitely, definitely different than out of obligation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. I find that people in sales are probably the ones that are most on top of their boundaries. 
because they look at it as every minute they're being paid for. So we're just going to cut to the bottom line. <laughs> yes, no. Okay, move on to the next one. <laughs> like, what's your question? Let's move on. <laughs> exactly, exactly. I know a lot of people, and I was like, oh, no, I do not. I do not have problems with boundaries. <laughs> and, no. and whether they came into the world like that or they just chose that profession because it works really well for them, I don't know. But, um, you know, it's um, – and, and a lot of people in the spiritual community think that if someone needs them, they need to, you know, instead of an hour session, they're there two and a half hours, and they're giving yes. more and giving more. And mm-hmm. and that's a boundary. And, um, you know, always be aware of the person that you're with and and, and their their time. And, and notice, you know, are, is somebody doing that to you? Oh, that's so true. That's it's really prevalent, actually, in the spiritual community. Um, yes. And, and it's because we are givers. We just tend to we tend to be healers. We want to help people. And, right. and um, you know, to be bluntly and blunt and really honest about this, I mean, there's there's times when people have reached out because they feel that they need something from me. And because they, they feel like I'm obligated to give it to them, you know, and so right. I realized I've, I realized, you know, pretty quickly that I had to put some boundaries in, you know, that um, mm-hmm. I want to be I want to get somewhere. You have what I need. So you need to give that to me. And they kind of play on that. They play on that um, that healer, uh, the, you know, the, the wanting to help people. They yeah. play on that emotion with me, and it's like, and that's where I've learned to put those boundaries up, and it's really necessary. And it's one of the things too that I recognize as a pattern that I see when um, I, I do bring, I do have a lot of people who come in to see me for for intuitive sessions who just happen to be healers of some sort, you know, whether it be mm-hmm. healthcare or otherwise. It could be any. There's a whole gamut of of um, professions that could fall under that, or just just the way that they are, and. The one thing I've seen that it, it consistently is the one thing that they need they needed to learn in, learn in this lifetime is to set boundaries yeah. and learning how yeah. to say no. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think people run into it. You know, um, they don't they don't turn their phone off when they are doing something else, and mm-hmm. it's not that you you need. We'll say the work phone, right? Um, we're all connected by our cell phones, but the work phone or the work call because because the phone rings, you have to take it. You know mm-hmm. that. You know, you have to decide what's good for your emotional well-being. Um, you can say, you know, if you can say no to not working late because you're exhausted, you need to prioritize yourself. Yeah. Because it's also physical well-being, emotional well-being, mental well-being, and spiritual well-being. Yeah. You know? Exactly. And, and, and I so think one of the... Okay. Go ahead. Sorry. I was just no, saying, one of the things so... that I think... Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. You you go first. You're the guest. No, thank you. Well, what I was just going to say is, and so spiritualize yourself. You know, create ease in your life with a spiritual practice. Listen to your intuition. Those kind of things are, when when you are connected in any way spiritually, will be able to point out to you what's going on. If you sit still, clear the clutter in your mind, and you just listen to your intuition, connect with your guides, use this energy, you know, to care for yourself, for your highest and best, because we all know when we're not working at our highest and best, because we're bogged down with, I got to do for. Yeah, exactly. And that's one of the reasons I love to teach people how to, you know, to, to, how to trust their intuition more, because your body will tell you when, like you might, you might just, you know, your, your automatic response might be to say yes to something, right? Oh, oh yeah, sure. Why not? 
Um, but but the, I know personally for me, if if I start to say yes to something, but if I notice that uh, my solar plexus just isn't settled when I you know when I start to yeah. imagine what it's like to to say yes to this, or um, I might even find that my shoulders like I I literally will will hunch my shoulders over almost like I'm, I'm unconsciously protecting myself in some way mm-hmm. like and your body will tell you and even before like you even though your mind's saying oh yeah why not right but your body will tell you oh, something ain't quite right here maybe you want to say hold on let me just think about that i'll get back to you <laughs> exactly that is exactly one of my big tips yes start yes. saying let me get back to you because yes. that's starting your boundaries. It's, again, it's using your voice. Because people that don't have good boundaries usually have a throat chakra that needs more balancing because mm-hmm. they don't feel comfortable in, in speaking for themselves um, in a way to empower them and to give them you know, um, a, a few minutes to process it. If it's something that you're looking forward to and you get invited to something fun, you know, um, that, that's very different. But... You know, but even with that, you can still take ten, you know, ten minutes, twenty minutes, and get back to somebody. It's um, yeah. it, it's feeling like your back is up against the wall, and and then again, that's people pleasing because well, this person needs to have an answer. Well, maybe you need to think about it. Exactly. It's okay you know, to say not right now, or I'll get back yeah. to you. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And it is, and you're right. It does kind of feel like you're kind of backed into a corner. It's that subtle right. feeling of being backed yeah. in, and um. And and so that that should be the automatic response is let let me let me get back to you. give me two minutes or five minutes or let me get back to you tomorrow, um, yeah. yeah. And just pay attention to what your body is telling you because your body knows far long times a lot of times before your head will know that. So um, yes. yeah, yeah. So and if you're searching for an excuse, you already know you don't want to do it. <laughs> <laughs> and if you're making yeah. up an excuse you know you don't want to do it. <laughs> and don't fall back on the excuses because when you start to speak from, from your heart and empowered, it, it's, it's absolutely freeing and you'll feel that energy shift and you hold yourself differently and carry yourself differently. And um, it's, um, it, there's a lot of freedom in that. Yeah, yeah, and it's okay to say it's not a good fit. Sorry, you know, it's yeah, okay to move on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's something yeah. personal. Yeah, exactly. There's no scorecard going around saying, "Oh, you said no to somebody in 1989." <laughs> <laughs> right, right. It's also the recognition too that there's only so much time to go around, and um, you know, and 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 oftentimes I'll, I've been actually I'm doing this more lately, especially since. Uh, beginning of COVID and everything is because a lot my focus had to change quite a bit it's like and what mm-hmm. am I doing the thing that I'm doing right now is is this something that's going to matter five years from now mm-hmm. you know and maybe I should say no <laughs> exactly and, um, yeah, yeah yeah and that's usually an, an intuitive hunch that it's just probably not the right time for you exactly yeah you know and honor those things it's, there's no weakness in that. There's actually strength in it. It's kind of weird how there's there's guilt and all these things that, that we've been taught. And putting something on hold or pausing it because it's not the right time, There's that's, that's a good thing to do. You're not letting yes. something go. You're recognizing the, the energy surrounding that, that this or something better will come for me when exactly. I'm ready. Because we're all walking the path. 
you know, we're still learning and growing and, and learning things, you know, on a regular basis. And so none of us were the same person we were a month ago or even a well, this year, especially a year ago. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's a really good point, too, is that to say no doesn't mean, doesn't mean never. Right. And it also could be your intuitive self telling you, now's not the quite, you know, quite the right time, just wait. You know, there might be, you know, there'll be a better time for this. Mm-hmm. And so to trust that when something doesn't feel quite right. And we all, and I know that when I say no to something, or even when I say yes to something, whatever that might be, um, whatever, you know, whatever it is that I feel settled with, it, I know right away I made the right decision because my shoulders relax and I'm not feeling it in my solar plexus. You know, it, yeah. it just feels calm. It feels right. And so... Yeah, and that's that's that big part of just getting in touch with your body and getting in touch, mm-hmm. you know, with with this, your spiritual intuition, and and realizing that either way, your body's going to speak to you. Start to recognize mm-hmm. it, and when you start empowering yourself to do these things, you're going to recognize it right away because mm-hmm. it is going to feel different. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So um, we are taking your calls today. So if anybody would like to call in for a reading or if you have a question, you can call us at 816-251-3555. Again, it's 816-251-3555. And if you'd like to get in touch with my guest today, Ellen Bent, you can go to ellenbenthealing.com. And what I love about if there's any blessings about the past year is that I know that you've really started to connect with people um, across the country and the world because yes. you're doing more work on uh, through Zoom or by phone. So uh, anybody can connect with her through that through the phone through Zoom, and she's wonderful. Oh, you're so kind. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful healer. So aren't you? <laughs> yes. She's a wonderful healer, and um, I know that I, I will often send clients to you for a lot of heart healing. So. Yeah. And you're so good at, at helping people set their boundaries and recognizing when a boundary has been crossed. Because um, oftentimes I think we do lose ourselves. Um, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, we can, especially if you're under under a lot of stress. It's very easy to let your boundaries down. Um, yes, yeah. yes. There's been some people that have been, um, you know, um, under the weather with their health over over this 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 year. Not necessarily COVID, but uh, I think mm-hmm. you know when when people are locked down and they've got underlying issues, it's just been exacerbated. And 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 it's it, 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 most of the time it's all about self care, and they they recognize it as well. But how do I do this how do I help you know you have to raise your your thoughts higher you have to not jump into this isn't getting any better so reframe with positive affirmations and and know that you're you know you're you're walking out of this this is not a permanent space and do those things that you like to do and you will start enjoying them You know, I mean, self-care is a practice of taking action to improve your health and your state of mind and especially under stress like we're under. You know, we've been under well, the whole world has right now. Mm-hmm. And um, so there's um, it, it relates to what you do everywhere, whether it's at work or outside of work or with family and so that you feel balanced. Exactly. All right, everybody, we'll be back just after the break with intuitive healer Ellen Bent.
Thanks for joining us. This is Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Welcome back to The Intuitive Life with Laura Wooster. Welcome back to The Intuitive Life. Hi, Laura, Laura Worcester. Sorry about that. I didn't hear the intro music, so I didn't think we were on there yet. So I'm back here with my colleague and friend, intuitive healer, Ellen Bent. And today we are talking about self-care and healthy boundaries. And Ellen, um, we always started talking about this on the break, um, that um, you know what sometimes people think, well, do I really need self-care? Do I really need these things? But like you said, it's it's something good to have in place, a practice to have in place, so that when things kind of go off the rails, then you have something to rely upon, right? Right, right, because we're less likely to do it when life gets complicated. But, you know, these are, these are coping skills to get us mm-hmm. through it. And they're probably happening at that time for you to learn. And... You know, I think many times myself, I've looked at, oh, well, I can get through this, I can do this, and, you know, oh, it feels uncomfortable. But if I don't, and then not set up those boundaries, it got worse, and it kept getting worse until I set up boundaries. So it's not something that's likely to improve unless you do the work. Exactly. Yeah. It's good to have something in place. I know that um, I'm just going to be really open honest about things and you know not that I, I I have more of an awareness now than I did maybe 17 years ago about recognizing yeah. when I need to step back intuitively and just know that I need to take a break you know and managing my energy better I'm so much better than I used to be I used to just be like what do you need I'm right here <laughs> you know? mm-hmm. um, but I know that in the in the past year uh, you know when when we all went um, into hibernation a year ago and I had to jump in and start you know rearranging work right the way the work was done I just there was a task list that I needed to jump into so I did that and I forgot all that stuff about taking the time for me just went out the door because I'm just like oh this is only for a short time I'm just going to get this done you know and jumped in and get all these things done by the time the fall came around last year spent absolutely spent right and I didn't I didn't I forgot about putting in the boundaries between myself and work and Mm so hmm Health-wise, it really hit me hard. So, so even if you're not feeling like you, you, maybe you're doing, maybe things are okay for you right now, but maybe you don't. What if something? Maybe what if a crisis hit? Like you just don't know what's, when something's going to happen. What do you have in place to to get yourself grounded and keep yourself centered energetically? And what do you recommend for people to put into place? Uh, you know, obviously, it's meditation is one thing. There's meditation. Um, there's you know, I think the first thing is. You know, you have to think of the body, right? So, um, are you drinking enough water? Are you skipping meals? Um, you know, can you take a breath and realize the difference between before and after? Because that's the awareness that that will probably resonate with you. Um, and but part of that that self care is is also um, allowing yourself to, to to really fill that. Feel, I mean, that full range of emotions and not keep it bottled up. Yes. Mm-hmm. Because it, it builds and it builds and it builds and it's likely to come out when you don't want it to. Yeah. And if you've got, you know, supportive friends 
it's someone else to talk to. And, you know, when you, when you truly have those, those friends that you can ask anything to and they're going to be honest with you, it's a good resource. If somebody's going to tell you exactly what you want to hear, go to the other friends. <laughs> <laughs> friends that will, that will tell you what you need to hear versus what you want to hear, is, they're gold. Let me tell you. <laughs> exactly, yeah. And right. so, yeah. you know, it's, it's, so as far as that personal care, um, besides, you know, meeting with a friend or going to a movie, doing something that you enjoy, um, it would be, you know, set up a meditation practice. I mean, we talked about this on the break, and it doesn't mean you have to designate a room and it has to have an altar and it has to have all the right pillows and lighting. You can sit in your car. <laughs> you, exactly. can, you can go for a walk. You can just find a quiet place and put your headphones in. Um, I, often I go into my bedroom. And so it's just a place where you set your sacred space for you at that moment. And, you know, professionally I have my place, but um, sometimes I, 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 can't, um, I can't be there. And if I'm, say, at my daughter's house helping out with, you know, remote schooling, I take my headphones, put them in, and I listen to a meditation that is probably, you know, 10 to 12 minutes, and it gets me connected to the earth, it gets me connected with the divine, and it keeps me in balance. Mm-hmm. And those those little things, I mean, everybody has 10 or 12 minutes that they can find a meditation that they like. You know, I, I have an app Insight Timer, and I love it because you can choose the length of time, whether you want music, whether you want it guided. And, you know, keep an, keep a, keep an awareness of which ones you really feel work. And, yeah, you can get some you great know, ones on YouTube as well. Just oh, absolutely. There's Ab- so many ab- of them. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely, right. And... Mm-hmm. Um, um, go for a walk. If you can take a walk for, 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 you know, 10 or 12, 15 minutes, you know, at the least, and even if you have some nature sounds, because right now we're not hearing, well, maybe we're hearing a little bit of birds now, but we're just breaking into spring, you know, um, get, get that, get your senses going with, um, with, those, with those sounds that encourage new growth and spring and, and, and things like that. Prayer. You know, um, being mindful, going to a church or a mosque or a temple, um, and maybe some, maybe do yoga. So there's there's so many things that that we can all do um, to just shift that awareness. Yeah, it doesn't take much. It really doesn't. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. and um, you know, prioritize your life with who you're with. You know, take a look at your, you know, your partners, your family and friends, and um, maybe you could do something together. Mm-hmm. Start start a little group where you, even if you meditate silently together, um, mm-hmm. on it, it doesn't have to be a Zoom, but it could be, a, you know, a Google Meet or something like that. And, um, you know, sharing it with, with someone else makes, makes it a commitment for you. Exactly. And it also enhances the vibration because you're working together. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But start slowly with your practice, so you can you can start seeing what you like and what you don't like. It's a time to weed out. You know, um, most of us in our spiritual development many years ago, we learned all different ways to do things, so that we could very easily, from one week to another, see what resonates and what doesn't. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And it's also you know it's also re- reevaluating your commitments. And, and um, for example, yeah. I was talking with a friend of mine who um, she was in a uh, volunteer situation for a long time, so she felt really responsible for this organization that she was volunteering for. Mm-hmm. And um, 
And, and so she's like, but I, I don't know how they'll be if I'm not there, you know, it, how do, mm-hmm. but I feel like, I feel like the expiration date is coming though. And so we just have to trust that and trust that someone else will step up and, and it'll be mm-hmm. their opportunity to help out. So it's recognizing when the expiration date is coming around the things that even though you enjoy it, you just feel like it's, it's done. It's time yes. to move on. Mm-hmm. Yes. I had yeah. the same experience when I was volunteering doing Reiki at a nursing home. And mm-hmm. for a couple of years, it was great, but there was a shift. And I knew the shift was me. And, um, and you know, luckily, I, I have, you know, worked with having the skills to, to know when it was time for, for me to move to something else and, mm-hmm. and had the boundaries. And there was no guilt and there was no remorse. And, and I actually even went back there and visited people that I had, you know, done Reiki with. Um, mm-hmm. So you, you do it with, with an open heart and, and you, you still leave the door open for caring. But recognizing exactly. that it's time to move to something else, that's what your soul's mm-hmm. path is. Your soul doesn't want you staying in one place all the time. Exactly. We're here to grow. Yeah, yeah we're here to experience. And mm-hmm. and so much of it is on us to learn and being aware of what we need to learn is the key to unlock it. Exactly. And, and so when people feel that intuitive sense of like, you know, I think my time volunteering here or working there or relationships, whatever, it, it's like it just feels like it's reaching an expiration point. But then and I often say, you know, you know that's that's your intuition telling you that yes. like when you feel the expiration, you know, it's like it just feels like it's all it's almost done. That's your trust your intuition because then, you know, there's something else already lined up, whatever that might be. You know, so. Right. Um, yeah. So so sometimes people out of, you know, um, that's where, again, where self-care and boundaries can come in is to recognize that and acknowledge that when you do feel it. Right. And to right. make the changes that need to be made without feeling being guilted into remaining where in, in situations that just don't feel right anymore. Exactly. Yeah. 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 And, you know, I, I think that, you know, we talk about keeping a journal, but a self-care journal is something that I recommend or a self-care plan. So you can you can take a you know just even a sheet of paper and 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 map out um kind of is it physical, is it psychological, is it emotional, spiritual, is it relationships or is it my workplace and find where you're balanced and give it a number or or whatever you you resonate with and take a look at that and and see how that changes, you know, day to day or week to week, however long you want to to journal that. And um, see where you're lacking in self-care. It's it's a huge thing right in front of you, right? If you're coming home exhausted, and you can right at that moment think, okay, so where where did I have boundary issues? And then you can you know keep track of, or even if you felt it physically, emotionally, psychologically, you know, or with relationships. It's um it's nice to be able to um, do your own work with your own stuff. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and also to recognize that what might have worked a year ago may not work for you now as far as what you feel helps with self-care and to address with addressing those things. Yeah, um, because, because it's changed. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And maybe this maybe something that you did before you're still doing, but, um, you know, it's coming at you in a different way. So you have to readjust your boundaries. Mm-hmm. in a different way. And you, people forget to take care of themselves, you know, so that's really self-care. And, you know, p- uh, 
so many, especially so many families, they're so busy with, you know, preparing food, doing homework, laying out clothes and doing all those things. And, you know, we talked about this once, you and I, and, and, you know, one of the things that I do, not that I have a young family, but I will go out and buy myself flowers. I'm not waiting for anybody to buy me flowers. <laughs> yeah. You know, I I love to have fresh flowers. So, you know, some people would say, oh, well, really, you know, I just really want to have them sent to me or this or that. Oh, well, I love getting myself a gift of fresh flowers. <laughs> and, you know, play music that touches your soul, that makes you want to dance or sing out loud. Yeah. You know, cook dinner for yourself um, and not taking a, a, a survey, what everybody in the house wants. <laughs> Mm-hmm. You know, and then one of my favorite go-tos is um, is a bubble bath with some sea salt or Epsom salt, lavender, a candle, maybe some music, lock the door for 15 minutes. That's a little retreat of self-care. <laughs> yeah. I love listening to um, when I when I have the time to just be able to sit for, for 10 minutes is um, when I need the break listening to like a short story on audible or something just something completely detached from anything that i've experienced throughout the day whether you know from work or whatever just something very different absolutely um, just kind of yeah a little 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 mind retreat to you know experience something different and yeah. shift my brain a little bit um yeah. so it's great so it doesn't have to be elaborate it doesn't have to i mean it's great to be able to have the bubble bath and, and the sea salt bath and everything and that's not a daily <laughs> thing that would be like if you're really feeling you know overwhelmed yeah i like to get oh, yeah. up I like to get up 10 minutes early and and just have that first cup of coffee in mm-hmm. silence. Yes. You know, just some quiet time. So it's um it's just comforting to be, you know, just aware of yourself and your needs and and not like making plans. Exactly. Yeah, yeah you don't always have to be busy. Right, right, right. <laughs> and sometimes <laughs> it's as simple as putting on an outfit you know you look good in. <laughs> Oh, there you go. Yeah, you know, what do you mean? That, the yoga pants we have in Alpine? <laughs> the good yoga pants. <laughs> <laughs> the ones without the holes in them. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then yeah. there's gratitude, right? So gratitude mm-hmm. is another tool. Yeah. You know, you can sit there having your 10 minutes of quiet and think five things that you're grateful for, you know? And mm-hmm. if you can't think of five, well, you see how many you can think of, and you challenge yourself the next day, you know, to 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 find the gratitude. And um, another thing for me is like decluttering my closet. <laughs> that is self care because it's it can be a monster going into it. So there's so much, you know, gratitude in then being able to take what I don't need, donate that to somebody else, and just having that that structure there. That um, that brings me peace rather than, you know, being um, annoyed by it. So see, we can annoy our own self. <laughs> we don't need anybody else to do it. Yeah. Sometimes we don't need anybody else to do it. We have to set boundaries for ourselves <laughs> with ourselves. <laughs> yes, that's right. That's so true. Mm-hmm. But that is part of self care is is um, allowing you, allowing yourself to have the space that you feel comfortable in when you come home. Yeah. And and um, and making sure that that happens, you know. Right. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So whatever that takes, whether it mean you know uh, downsizing things in your home or um, you know I just you know a couple of years ago I I finally gave in and I said I'm getting someone to clean my house because I just 
it was just mm-hmm. for me that was that was a big piece because like if I why can't I do this myself? It's like I should be able to do this myself. I should be able to do it all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. No, that won't work. Um, so I finally gave in, and it was probably one of the best things I ever did. So for me, I mean, it was a, it's you know, it was the it, to me it was a it was a big deal to um to do that, but it it just shifted a lot for me. Um, yeah. Plus, I made a great new best friend because she's awesome. So. <laughs> <laughs> So, so let me ask you a question. What kept you from yeah. doing that sooner? Because I thought I could do it all. And mm-hmm. plus I'm a control freak. And I'm like, oh, are they going to clean the house as well as I do? You know, am I going to, you know, are they going to, it was, there was a lot of reasons why. And I thought I had to be superwoman and do everything. It's like, why should, yeah. why should, why should I have someone else do something that I should be doing? Um, I'm failing if I don't, you know? And so finally I just said, you know, I just don't, I realized I don't have the time. I literally don't have the time. So, right. um, so the good thing is when you start making those decisions to, um, you know, to to spend your time in ways that feels more meaningful to you or seems to be more beneficial in some way to you energetically and giving mm-hmm. that to somebody else. First of all, I, I gave some work to someone who who is awesome. Uh, I love her. I think she's she's turned into a really good friend of mine. So now I get to experience like uh, half a day every other week and have a great conversation with someone I really enjoy having around. And mm-hmm. um, you know, it's, so there's all these good things that come from when you make choices right? to do things that, that actually help you um, and, to, and to bring some self-care into your life and invite that. And it, it opens up other doors. So, mm-hmm. Don't you find the things that you fight the most were the most yeah. rewarding? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and, I mean, and how many you know, times have we said, yeah. Yeah, it's like Sometimes society know, puts yeah. pressure on you. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or yeah. you feel as if they do. And and it's not valid, you know? We're believing mm-hmm. a mistruth, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. It's like, finally, why did I wait so long to do X, Y, and Z? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So, I know it was, and, and the thing is, too, and um, the one thing I realized as well, it's like, I was like, I, one of the things that held me back, too, when I started bringing a cleaner with, I can't afford this. I can't afford that. What a, what a mantra, right? I can't afford that. Right. It's like... <laughs> Um, and the then a matter of fact, right up, <laughs> right. It's like I should know better, right? Because I'm always right, preaching right. affirmations and everything. And I right. finally, it, it, but the thing is, when I recognized that, when I started doing that, it actually came back to me threefold. You know, so it it yeah. it actually freed up so much yeah. time that I was actually able to uh, make up the difference in a very sure. fairly quickly. So anything like that, if if there's something you're really struggling with, fighting with, and it just like I wish I had this or I wish I had help with that. And you start to ask for the help. It will. I, I really, I really believe the universe will find a way to make it work for you, and then, and then unexpected blessings come from it. I agree. So, I agree. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Plus, it gives you, know, you more energy to, yeah, to be more present yeah. too. Yeah. yeah. But you know, the the, the self worth. You know, if I can just leave people with you know a couple of things is to allow yourself to see yourself the way your mm-hmm. creator sees you. Yeah. That way you're not holding on to, I can't, I'm not good enough, I'm not worthy of it, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I tell my clients an affirmation to use is, I am worthy. It's hard for people to say I love myself unconditionally for, for some reason, but I am worthy hits them in a little bit differently. And it, 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 I think it's, it's huge, you know, that you're worthy. You're worthy of what you desire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And I, I had a conversation um, a couple hours ago with a friend and, and he was saying um, that he heard 
this quote from somebody, I, f I forget the name escapes me for the moment, but I should know it because someone yeah, I shouldn't remember. But um, so I want to give credit where credit's due. But it was basically it was something about um, how we have such limiting beliefs to what the universe can provide for us. Yeah. That if we only stayed open to that, like it, you know, they would it would prove us wrong. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah. 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 So it was, and I, I, I'm totally misquoting it, but <laughs> it's like no, you get the gist it, it of it. No, it's beautifully said that way. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so it's, um, yeah, it's, so I think if, if, yeah, it's, it's a suspension of, of how we, our thought process of, of the limiting beliefs of everything in our lives of what's possible, what it, what's, um, you know, where, you know, where, what do we have to continue to put up with either from ourselves or by the situations around us? Um, mm -hmm. And recognizing we can change. I think so, I, I, I know some of, I mean, I can speak for myself too. I don't, I'm not a big fi uh, fan of change. <laughs> I kind of fight it a little bit. Because um, I just like to, I like predictable things, you know, it's like, okay, um, I know what's going to happen. Um, so, but the thing is, when I, when I've let go of that, it's, you know, um, so many good things have gotten, it's gotten better. It's gotten, life has gotten easier. I agree completely. There's there's a point in my life where fear controlled what I what I did, and when you can let go of fear and say, well, this is what I'm going to do, and the outcome will be whatever it is. I'm letting go of the outcome, and what comes after that growth is more than you could expect. Yeah, absolutely, and, and yeah, and this, life is definitely better without anxiety. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Right. Here's a here's a here's a challenge that comes up every once in a while when when you're say say like you've you say you've got a pretty good grip on what you're you need for self care and how to provide that for yourself and and recognizing certain boundaries and stuff. But what if you really love somebody who's someone you spend a lot of time with? So maybe something you share a house with. Maybe you're married to them. Maybe they're a really close friend, and and you see continually that they're not doing that for themselves. You know, and you love them so much, you want them to to get to that point. What kind of advice can you offer to someone who has that situation going on? I think that you can. You have to you have to be careful because you don't want to be codependent. Exactly. So you can suggest things, mm -hmm. and if they continually don't take take that advice, then you have to drop that piece of it. Another thing you could do is we'll just say if if they need to be out out of the house more or they need more exercise or they need to clear their head, you could say let's do let's go for a walk together. Mm -hmm. So you can you can try to engage in doing something together, but the the one thing about self love is you you can't make people change. Your love for yourself is yours, and someone else's you know self care and self love is theirs. And for whatever reason that they're not doing that, most of what you want them to do it's it's all up to them. So you can show them, and perhaps they, they were not aware that this would help. And that those are all really good tools working with someone that is open to look for a solution. Um, we all travel a different path. Yep. And perhaps, you know, your your partner, your spouse, whatever, is, is traveling a path where they've got to work a lot harder at 
figuring out how to take care of themselves better. Exactly. And maybe maybe their path is that they don't. And they're a mirror to every other everybody else as to what to do for themselves. So that's a really good point. Yeah, because yeah, there's so many people yeah. who's like they're trying to drag their partner or friend along, you know, to say, "Why don't you do this? Why don't you do that? Life would be so much better." <laughs> right. But we can right. only lead by example, right? A lot of time. Exactly. You you lead yeah. by example because then you feel comfortable in in your place of of advising, and yes. you know it's kind of like shine the light on it, show them the way, and and then you back up, and that's. That's their responsibility. Some people come around, some people don't. And um, but acknowledging and understanding that, you know, you have to stop waiting for people to change. That's their job. Exactly. Yes. You just yeah, take out the flashlight and show them the route. Yeah. <laughs> some people hold themselves back just because they feel like they're going to either lose them or or something. But it's like it it just doesn't work. You right. Know? But, Right. You can't keep I moving hope. forward if someone else isn't. It right. is, is it a mindset that you don't want to hold. <laughs> yeah, that's a tough. Well, that's tough to get to that point. You realize, you know, if, by you getting better, it can only help them. But by holding back, you know, to stay where they are, is uh, yeah, that can be yeah. uh, obviously yeah. enabling. So mm. that's a whole other show. <laughs> I mean, I know. I was going to say that was like the beginning <laughs> of spiritual development when people are like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> <laughs> That would be our next topic. <laughs> <laughs> but we kept oh, moving God. forward. <laughs> We're down to our last couple of seconds. Thank you so much, Ellen. And um, everybody, oh, thank you, you Laura. Ellen, at ellenbenthealing.com. Have a great week. And next week is Anne Hence. We'll be talking about the Tarot. Thanks for listening. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. I'm Victoria Moran. Since we launched the Main Street Vegan podcast back in 2012, lots more people have discovered the way that moving in a vegan direction can infuse our lives with vitality, spirituality, and compassion. My guests are experts on every aspect of making this work in your real life and our real world. Join us for Main Street Vegan here on mindbodyspirit.fm.